Hello, and welcome to our continuing series of Better Business Interviews. Better businesses are those that are driven by purpose to use business as a force for good, for positive change, for people and planet. Throughout this series, we are chatting with key people in these organisations and finding out why they do what they do. So this week, I've been joined by Valerie Wood-Gager, MBE, from Learn With Grandma. Now, Learn With Grandma International is a not-for-profit organisation essentially made up of a network of Facebook pages. Working out of her home in the beautiful Brecon Beacons in Wales, which is in the UK, Learn With Grandma has groups in 43 countries, as my reckoning, including, and in no particular order, Kenya, Somalia, Zambia, India, Uganda, Australia, the USA, Latvia, Austria, South Africa, Spain, Malawi, Sudan, Bangladesh, Albania, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Pakistan, Palestine, Gambia and Cameroon. I'm sure I could go. I think I only hit about 20 of them. And that's that's to, to start with. So Val is our oldest ever guest on the show and a woman on a mission. Patron of Kawa Uganda, a face of Woha, a goodwill ambassador and an ambassador for peace. Val says growing older is a privilege. Growing up is an option. Don't take the option. It's much more fun. You can see why Val is a little different from our normal guest and very welcome on our show. Welcome, Val. Hi, nice to meet you properly. Um, so <laughs> I, I like to ask an elephant in the room question to kick off. And the elephant in the room question is one I probably shouldn't ask. Um, but how old are you and why are you happy not to grow up? <laughs> uh, well, I will be 80 on the 4th of July. I'm a very independent person. I have to be with, with a birthday like that. <laughs> um, gr growing up, as I said, is an option. You don't have to grow old in your brain. You can keep your brain and your body active. I must admit, I don't walk up the mountain as much as I used to. A, I don't have time, but also um, I'm, I'm slower up hills nowadays. So I'm expecting getting older physically, but I will never, ever, ever give in. Yeah, I mean, it's almost a bit cruel, isn't it? You, your body starts to, to, to restrict what your brain wants you to do. But uh, I mean, that is that is the nature of being older, I guess. <clears throat> now, you, you obviously you told me before we had a previous chat that, that you there was a particular experience that kind of uh, stopped you, brought you out of retirement as such, um, which uh, when you ended up in hospital. Could you just tell us what, what sparked your learn with grandma phase? Well, <clears throat> I'd actually started working on intergenerational learning before I went into hospital. Okay. Um, I, I was doing the first, after I retired the first time, I was doing European projects, which I loved. I had brilliant fun, traveled all over the place, met lots of lovely people, did really good projects, all of which failed when the funding came to an end. Ah. And I decided before I had the heart operation, I decided that I was going to only concentrate on doing things that were sustainable, achievable, affordable and sustainable. 
And as I've mentioned, I had uh, to go into hospital. I had a triple bypass followed by a cardiac arrest. I didn't know what a cardiac arrest was. I didn't know I was leaving the building permanently. I, um, I came back into my body to tell the nurses off because I was in high dependency and they were making such a row. They can't put instruments on you when you've had open heart surgery. All they can do is shout, call you. And I was having this lovely away thing. <laughs> um, and I was very comfortable and very happy. Um, and they were making all this noise. And I came back and said, whatever are you taking with so much row for with all these sick people about? What do you want? And they said, we want you. I'm actually quite glad. <laughs> yes. I've had a lot of fun since 2013. And so, I mean, that, that's what you, you mentioned about the European and the, uh, and the sustainability of funded activity. So that, that then sparked the next stage, the non-European <clears throat> type stuff. Yes. Well, I was invited to speak at e-learning Tanzania e-learning Africa when it was in Tanzania in 2012. So before I started to get real chest pains, um, I, I went to sub-Saharan Africa for the first time in my life. Mm. And at this, I met a young man from Uganda, a teacher who contacted, who, and at the teacher's reception, you don't know what to say to strangers. So I've got a kind of stock thing that I say to people, which is, what is your dream? What do you want to do? And it gets people talking. And he said, uh, I want to teach teachers all over Uganda how to use the internet. And I said, I'll show you the way. Which he kind of interpreted, I think, as being that I was a rich white lady who could afford to buy him a car, take him out of his, his job, give him a salary, pay him for him to go all over Uganda. Like, duh, I am not Mrs. Bill Gates, believe me. Uh, I live in a little cottage in the Brecon Beacons. Um, but uh, no, what I suggested was that he had a workshop in his school. He was an IT teacher in the school. And his head said yes. And he said, will they come? And I said, well, not if you don't invite them. So he sent out loads and loads of invitations to this workshop. Um, he had room for 100 people but 200 people wanted to come. So he had to run two workshops. Quick as a flash, I, as it happened, well, I'm not bragging here, but I spoke in a committee room in the House of Lords. At this meeting in the House of Lords, I met a um, Ugandan minister and got her email. And I wrote to her and said that that's what this teacher was doing. Yes. She told education, Education sent some observers who took him out of the school and gave him contracts to teach teachers all over Uganda how to use the internet, which I think was wonderful. Lovely. I came back from Uganda. Um, I was there for two months. They looked after me so well. I, I really wasn't strong enough to go. Uh, I was, it took me months to get over that heart operation. And the doctor actually said, are you sure about going to Africa, Val? I said, I will be on that plane. And I was on the plane a year to the day after dying. So anyway, 
when I came back, I'd seen how they use technology. Yeah. Now, I live in the Brecon Beacons and I do have a mobile phone, but I don't have signal. So I'm not very good with the mobile phone. They use their phones in ways that I had never, never imagined. Okay. Um, they're very in, in, inventive. I was impressed enormously with the quality, the education that they were getting. Anyway, um, I decided to just start floating my ideas on Facebook to see what happened. Like uh -huh. throwing a pebble in the pond. I didn't know what was going to happen. What I didn't expect <laughs> was that people in 50 countries now all over the world wanted to start alone with one more group. I was gobs I am still gobsmacked and in awe of what has happened. Um, so that's how it all began. Yeah, so you had this, this what was your background? What, what did you retire from originally? Well, uh, the, the last job I had was running a charity for disabled people. Okay. The goods that disabled people made. Um, and, um, uh, and, and then it was rather an unpleasant retirement, to be honest. Um, oh. But when that closed down, because at that time, we're talking over 20 years ago, um, things were changing. The lottery was coming on, donations were going down to small yeah, counties, etc., yeah. etc. Et and um, I, I, but I, I'd been in marketing before. Uh, I like selling things. And what I do now is sell ideas. Yeah. Okay. And so, so you had no background as a teacher. Why, why learn with grandma? Well, one of the things I did when I retired the first time was I wrote an ed some educational books. Okay. Um, they didn't make any money, but at the back of the book, I had a section called Learn with Grandma, where I took things from the story that could be interactive. I actually got an award for innovation and education for, for this book because it was quite revolutionary to have a book with questions like that, activities like that, and also an audio CD. Um, it, it was a bit ahead of its time, really. Um, yeah. Now into ebooks, by the way, but we'll come on to that in a minute. We will, yes. Anyway, um, so uh, I already had Learn with Grandma set up as a not for profit for the educational. Uh, books okay and so you just sprung off the back of that and so you were a natural in facebook from the day you began then was it you just kind of burst onto the scene <laughs> no. <laughs> no no um what what happened was a, a bit weird um i saw on the on uh, a uh, on the internet that the wi were having a competition okay. on um uh, for uh the, the what did they call it w icon they wanted a w icon okay and i thought i could do that but i'd seen it at the very last day so i quickly whizzed it in and then my friend phoned the office and said val sending this in they said oh we haven't had any other people wanting to go in for it so they just sent it up without even looking at it and um <laughs> what i did was i i wrote my life as a wi member um, I, um, I make cakes, I do gardening, I do all of those things uh, and write educational books and go to international conferences, the kind of things that ordinary WI ladies do. 
and and I <laughs> and and I got in the top ten, and then I had to do a film, yeah, and get votes. And I lived in the middle of nowhere, and I thought, how on earth am I going to get votes? And my son did a group mailing, um, and um, on his mailing list and mine, and my grandson put it on Facebook. And I thought, Facebook, that's just a stupid thing for kids. Oh, no, it isn't. Facebook, if you use it as a communication tool, is a superb communication tool. It can reach people that you would never be able to reach in any other way all around the globe. Mm. It is a wonderful tool. Of course, an awful lot of people use it you know, to just post photographs of themselves. Ah. And what they're eating. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have done that <laughs> myself, I can't can't deny that. Um, <laughs> Actually, I had a supermarket egg and an egg from Chris up the road, and one was bright orange and the other was pale yellow. So I just did it to show yeah. that buying fresh local eggs not only look better, they taste better. They do taste better. I, I definitely go for that. And uh, we, you and I live in, in beautiful parts of the country. Uh, when you say you're in the middle of nowhere, Bracken, for those people who don't know the Bracken Beacons, what do you mean by the middle of nowhere? Can you, can you see your neighbour? <laughs> hey, you got building it. We're at work in. That's nice. Well, they're doing something. I, I should wait until they left. Yeah, that's my view. <laughs> Like, you you think, literally are you open your window and yell outside that you your neighbours wouldn't hear you. Well, they would because I live in a terrace. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a terrace of three cottages. That's all. <laughs> oh, but um, uh, and and I can show you the other window if you like. Come on. Oh, we're there? off. We're off on a yes, journey yes. during this. So yes. for those those who are listening on the podcast, then perhaps you need to go have a look at YouTube if you want to see out. So we're in this lovely little Bracken Beacons looking across the country. Yeah. Lovely. So that's lovely. where I live. So you're, and it's you're, you are, yeah, and it, it is a lovely, lovely part of the world. I'll let you get settled back down, probably waving yeah. your, your laptop around. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like I that. Tell I, I, I differently. <laughs> I haven't had a tour before. <laughs> Quite like that. I'll, I'll have to start making that a regular feature. So, um, I mean, just. Just on the intergenerational thing, I, I saw you were all oh, let's your, your awards are numerous, but uh, 2019 Grandparent of the Year. I see that at the time, three children, seven grandchildren, seven great grandchildren. Is that that's still there? That's still the final total. That's still the final total. So, do you think we undervalue the role of grandparents or the older generation? I think a lot of people do. Um, and it comes back to something we were talking about earlier. Um, you see, I was 50 when Sir Tim Berners-Lee invented the World Wide Web. Yes. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it had any relevance to me. Um, and I hardly used it. It was my son, Neil, who said, Mum, you're going to have email. And I said, why? I don't need it. And he said, it's free. And the letters get there like that. Yeah, that is handy. And then, um, and, and, and look at the price of the stamp nowadays. Plus, I mean, when my brother went to live in what was then Rhodesia, a letter took six to seven weeks to arrive. Now we can have conversations like this. 
yes. around the world. I mean, really, I, 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 I don't understand technology. I don't care that I don't understand it. I don't understand how a car works either, but I drive. I couldn't live here without a car. No. We don't need trouble with experts uh, with technologies. They want to tell you how it works. I'm not interested in how it works. I just want to know what do I press next? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, small pieces of learning, but you don't need to know, don't need to know the ins and outs. That's fair enough. So I want to go back uh, a little bit. Um, I introduced you, obviously, as Barry Woods gave your MBE. What, what, uh, what, what, why did you get an MBE? And what, what was the experience like? I'm really intrigued. Well, um, I actually got the MBE for working with disabled people. I got okay. it in 2000. So it's, it's, I've had it for quite a long time now. Um, the experience of going to London, um, well, of course, I, I used to live in London, so it, it wasn't a big problem. But to go inside Buckingham Palace and to see a canaletto on the wall, you think that's original. That is not. <laughs> that is not a copy. No. Um, to to see all of that so beautiful. In a way, I was slightly disappointed that it wasn't the Queen, but I have met her on another two occasions actually and princess margaret and because when you're in charity work you you very often do meet people but they don't remember we we do but they don't anyway um i um sorry that's the thread now that's right you were you at the the palace oh yeah um Uh, but it was prince charles that gave me the um the mbe and this was long before he came to live in my village Oh, does he? Is he? Yes. Isn't that funny because he's got a house in ours as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, there it's the Duchy of Cornwall. And, of course. Uh, yes. I have to tug the forelock when I do that. Yeah. Yes, he, he uh, bought a, a property about a mile away. Um, we haven't seen him, of course, since lockdown. Um, no. But um, he, he, um, he, he generally comes down and goes to church. And, you know, I have met him to speak to in church. Um, but... Um, Oh, actually, it's funny, when we had a tea party in the village hall, the old village hall, which um, has, has now been demolished and we've got a lovely new one. But anyway, he um, he said, John introduced me and he said, you know, Mrs Woodgate, you met her in Buckingham Palace when you gave her the MBE. And he said, why aren't you wearing it? And I thought, oh, my Gideon, I never thought. <laughs> I put it on now if I know he's around, if I'm gone. Told off by the printer. <laughs> But the Prince of Wales, uh, in Wales, yeah. that's that's really quite a slap. That is. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I thought to put it on. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm, I love the I love the idea um, of uh, being told off by the Prince of Wales. That, that's that's great. So I'd like to bring you bring you forward to your your current activities, which seem to be, uh, to be honest, during my research, I struggled to figure out how where I could stop with what you're what's going on um a few of the things that that i've read about is um i see that you're you've got a last year it was woman of heart award um yeah i've never heard of the woman of heart award so you you got the big hearted lifetime achievement of 2020 as well so oh well if you've got it nearby again we're we're 
we're getting we're getting video treats here people so if you're if you're listening to a podcast you need to probably turn yourself to youtube um and have a look at the green elephant site there whilst <laughs> whilst val disappears off to try and find her woha a big-hearted lifetime achievement award of 2020 Ooh. <laughs> it's not on display because nobody comes into this room but oh can you there see that yeah i can and yeah. what is Wohard? Tell us about it, because I think you're it a member of the foundation. It means woman of heart. And basically, it's ladies who go the extra mile, as far as I can gather, yeah. in various different fields of life, uh, in, in trying to create employment, in working in, in voluntary organisations, you know, that sort of thing. And, um, and, and in fact, uh, that's a lifetime achievement one. Yes. Big hearted lifetime achievement award 2020. Um, and I think there's another thing coming up with them. They do, do seem to quite like me. Yeah, you're the I see you were nominated or a finalist in the face of Woha this year. So, yeah, let's uh, intrigued. I, I, I and I think your current, your current, the current holder of the face of Woha is also from Wales. So, obviously, you're breeding them up there. <laughs> Really? Who's doing that? Yeah, yeah. Go, I'll let you go look, work that one out. Yeah. Um, so, some of the other things that I read about. Um, what can you tell us about? Is it Wo Moses Wamanga? Moses Moses was the teacher that I met in Tanzania. Oh, that's him. Okay. That's and him, so he yes. started a new venture. I. Eh? Uh, he has. Grandma. He has gone the extra mile. Believe me. Um, a, he's very clued up on technology, okay. which impressively so. And um, I was, I have to backtrack slightly. I was in Paris to speak at UNESCO, uh, invited to speak at UNESCO. Um, I didn't think I, you could force your way in, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, I think you can apply. But anyway, I didn't. What happened was I was in Paris to speak at another uh, conference and um, I had this I've been thinking about de various different ways that older people and younger people connect where each have skills they can bring to the table and the skills can be complementary like yeah. for example in creating an ebook older people can write they can take photos they can do research they can do all those non-technical things and then the young people can film it and they can create the actual book. Um, and I was walking along the street and I thought UNESCO would like this because it ticks a lot of boxes, education, um, integration, community integration, and also um, preservation of history and culture. Okay. In, in, if they chose that kind of story. And I just stopped dead in the street and said, UNESCO would like this and this lady walking by said oh but you are there UNESCO is 10 minutes so I walked into the UNESCO French accent. <laughs> I walked into the UNESCO building and this receptionist said who have you come to see and I said someone in IT in the education department you don't have an appointment no so she sat me by a telephone and the phone rang and the man upstairs said, um, can I help you? And I said, well, this is what I want to do. He told him, gave him a quick flash of the idea. And he said, 
actually, that does sound interesting. Will you send me an email? And I said, well, yes, of course I can send you an email. But the thing is, I'm downstairs and I live in Wales. So he said, come on up then. <laughs> so I got to meet the head of IT in, the, in UNE uh, education in UNESCO. And, and so then, you did force your way in. <laughs> well, you did have to get through all the security. You did, yeah, it. but well done. <laughs> um, but then uh, I was invited to speak in UNESCO and I, I gave this little talk about, um, about creating ebooks. But at that time, we're talking about four years, five years ago. At that time, the cost of creating an ebook was high. Yeah. Here in Wales, I was being quoted 2,000 a book and things like that. And I wanted something that was free. And I knew it was possible, but I didn't know how it was possible. Just logic told me that everything you wanted to do was doable on the internet. So there had to be a way to do it. And Moses sorted it out. Moses has now not only created um, the, the system of doing it, he's written an easy to read guide on how to do it, how to get the stories created and online at zero cost. Okay. And, and therefore helping others to to achieve your your own goals your same same achievements that's brilliant well, well I, I i didn't achieve anything out of doing it all i do my mission in life is to plant ideas to give people ideas of things that they can do to improve their lives their communities their education their yeah yeah, themselves, yeah you know that's brilliant. I mean, <clears throat> hopefully people will be inspired with the fact that they can make that kind of difference. Um, uh, oh, I mean, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Uh, and uh, another amazing little story um, in again in Uganda, I, I met a teacher and he was a bit scary. He was a big man and mm -hmm. he looked like that. <laughs> big friend. I was quaking in my shoes. So I called him my lion. I said to him, you're my lion. Anyway, it turns out his son, I only found this out this year, this, his son created a YouTube clip of how to make sanitary towels. Okay? Oh, okay, yes, I saw the clip. Yes. Absolutely. I have shared that clip so many times, so many times. Yeah. And again, this year, I discovered a young man again in Uganda, but in fact, it's happened in many, many countries, many African countries, particularly, but also in India and so on. But Simon, um, in 2015, saw the clip and he started a workshop. Yeah. To, 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 to make the sanitary towels. Didn't ask me, didn't tell me, I knew nothing about it until this year when by chance, I saw a post from him on Learn with Goma Uganda. And so I got in touch. Now, I know we want to talk about my tree planting idea. He's come back with a, a, a message for me, which has, I was gobsmacked. He said, Goma, we've got another plan. We want to, we will plant a tree, 
but we want to name our new building. Note that they've created a new building because the old one isn't big enough anymore. They've created a new building and we want to name it after you. Ooh. So that's the, the Valerie? No, I've decided to, I've asked them to call it Jaja Val's place because Jaja, Jaja is Ugandan, I think, I think it's Bugandan um, for respected older person. And Jaja Val is kind of cosy, whereas they wouldn't know Valerie Woodgage from Adam. No, probably a bit of a tongue tongue twister for them as well, I expect. And they're just like their names are for me. That's right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I saw the Jar Jar, which is J J A J J A. So even even I'm glad you pronounced it for me because I didn't yeah. know how I was going to say it. Oh, so, so that's brilliant. So you you got the a, a farm named? Is it a farm? I think or a farm or a building yes. some kind yes. which is named after you. We we see Grandma Microfinance Uganda sprung up as well. Yes. Now this again is Moses, totally unsupported by me. It was his own idea. Um, he, he, he did the, the Kawa project of, of promoting education for teachers yeah. all over Uganda. And then he was offered a job and I wrote him a very glowing reference um, to work for an American um, uh, a charity, which he did for a few years. Um, and uh, there he was in charge of the IT in I think about a thousand schools, I can't remember the exact number. Um, but he decided himself that he was going to leave there and wanted to start working more with Learn With Grandma, more with promoting the IT. And by the way, remember when I met him in 2014, he was a teacher living in a compound house, couldn't afford a car, you know, um, and now he talks to ministers and he's got the ear of people that he never would have imagined he would meet. No. So he has got the funding for Learn With Grandma for um, microfinance. And it is very small at the moment and it's only based in Uganda and only at the moment in a part of Uganda. So it's tiny. But from little acorns, oak trees. Well, I mean, it, it's very, it's very um, concept is little, you know, microfinance. Obviously, that 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 for those that don't know, microfinance is usually lending what would to us is a very small amount of money, like it could be twenty dollars or um, uh, twenty pounds, whichever <laughs> whichever you want to work in, um, to somebody just so they can buy the materials that so they can they can build a business up and and what they found with microfinance i found very interesting is that the payback rates far better far better than you get in the in the uh, developed world because these people are so you know so committed to what they want to do whether it's starting a small business or you know just the smallest amount of money is all it takes to get them going because they have nothing like, like we worry about putting our house on the market for starting our business or on the you know on the line so to speak they they can't they got nothing so i I, I love that idea it's a, it's what what it's not only is it a good idea it works and we can prove it works yes. the same with creating the, the making the sanitary towels the same with all of the things that i suggest affordable achievable sustainable 
Yes. As I say, at my age, what's the point of doing things that are going to go on wanting funding forever because I'm not going to be around? No, and, and none of us really want, you know, you don't really want to start anything that's not not going to sustain itself. And I think it's quite interesting because you, you obviously do a lot of posts surrounding the environment. But when we're talking sustainability here, we're talking about self-perpetuating, you know, so it earns earns its crust or it has enough funding or it <clears throat> manages to, to sell a product or get a return so that it can continue forever. Um, and not just it's sustainable, it's good for the planet, non-polluting, that kind of thing. So I think it's good to hear the two sides of sustainability um, and why I was really keen to get you on the show. I love that. So we've mentioned that you've dropped in a couple of times, the tree planting, your 4th of July and Independence Day, um, as you alluded to. So your eighth year in on, in the 4th of July 2022, Yes. Um, no, this year. Twenty twenty one. Okay. Yes. Sorry, yes. my maths shot to shot next a bit. Month. Yes, I'm next going month. to be. So we are, we are on the cusp of your eightieth. It's what are you coming asking? very rapidly. <laughs> Jeez. And by the looks of it, life started at seventy for you. So uh, <laughs> heavens, only knows what's no, going to happen. No, no, I've had a cracking life. Yeah. And I'm having. Having and it's still fun, which is always the bit you like to throw in at the end there. So, what what are you asking um, people to do? Well, I had this idea of asking people to plant trees because I don't know whether I'm going to have a party. I always have a party on my zero year, and um, it's looking dodgy now. Um, and I thought I can't let eighty sleep flink by with nothing and I wanted to do something that was affordable achievable and sustainable and I didn't expect the response I'm getting it's incredible that I told you about um, Jonah in um, in Malawi did I tell you about Jonah in Malawi well Jonah was the first he was he started he said we will have a planting day on your birthday and then the grannies and the mums and the children are going to make cakes and food. Remember, Malawi is one of the poorer countries in the world. And, 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 and so it's been had dreadful problems over there. I mean, they're awful, but they're going to throw a party on your honour. They're going to throw a party for my, on my birthday. For them. Yeah. Not for me, for them. Yeah. But it's in my honour, yes. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs> And then Simon, that I told you about with the workshop in um, in Uganda, they're yep. going to name that after me. Um, I went to a, one of our local pubs that had an event in the garden. And when she, it was a boat race, and when she'd finished giving the stories, uh, the, the prizes out for the winners of the boat race, I said, now everybody's ready to listen. Will you all plant a tree for my birthday? <laughs> and people were coming up and saying, yeah, we'll plant a tree, Val. And mum said, well, actually, I've got a tree. I, I need to plant it. It'll, I'll do it for, for your birthday now. Uh, they don't have to wait for my birthday. They can do it after my birthday. But I'm going to collect all the photos and the little stories if they give me a little story. And I will create an ebook with Moses's help. And oh. he doesn't know about that yet. Um, <laughs> um, Moses. <laughs> we'll, we'll create this little ebook so that it will go on showing that we can all 
do something. And what I put in the letter that I plan to send out is, if you can't plant a tree, plant something. Plant an idea that can help your community. Plant an idea. That's really nice. And, and I, mean, I think if nothing else, what you've proven to me is that if you're brave, you know, courageous to a certain extent, to go walk into the offices of UNESCO with an idea that you just thought from the corner is, is kind of brave um, in, in my book. And it, it's stupid. Well, it wasn't stupid, wasn't it? It got you an invite to go talk and invited up to see the head of IT and education. You've got to be a bit brave. I've spoken in UNESCO three times now. <laughs> You're just showing off now. Wow, it's, 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 uh, I know you got an MB and everything, but for crying out loud, you know, <laughs> named, think, named farms, planting trees, you know, what was. I think one of the things age gives you is it doesn't really matter if people listen or not, because you can just do it. I mean, I'm not hurting anybody. No. Uh, uh, and if it works, it works. And if it doesn't work, oh, that's one of my granny's sayings. If it doesn't work, try again. If that doesn't work, try a different route. Yes. And uh, uh, yeah, but it, a good idea is worth more than one try, isn't it? And it, even I've got if nothing else to do anyway. Oh, get on. <laughs> you should sound like one of the busiest people I know, let alone one of the busiest. busiest Oh, septuagenarian you are at the moment, are you? You're an octogenarian soon. So uh, <clears throat> uh, it, it's brilliant. It's been brilliant um, running through all of that with you. And I, I, I fear we could probably talk for a long time. I do ask you whether there was anything that, because uh, obviously our, uh, the tip that we're going to take uh, away from us is on or around the 4th of July, or maybe thereafter, take, plant a tree and send you the, the photo. Join your groups on Facebook. Join uh, the one that's near you. There is one in Wales. Is there one for the England? Ooh, yes. I have to see if there's a Cornish it's UK. one. UK. UK, okay. So UK will accept that. Um, even though we're in different countries, you and me, Cornwall and, and Wales. Um, and uh, and and share your share your uh, your thoughts and, and get involved with the community on on Facebook. It's there to be to be enjoyed and be contributed into. The other thing I would like to say to all your viewers is if they'd like me to come and talk to their group, it's dead easy now and it's free. We can do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> and we and you're definitely a good guest. I've, I haven't had to struggle to squeeze any answers out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, to, have you got a recommendation or something that people might like to go and have a look at? Something which is either inspiring or or or, or just um, enjoyable or educational? What what would you you ask suggest people go have a look at? Well, I suppose learn with Grandma International because if they look at that, they'll yeah. see an awful lot of things that happen in different countries, and from there. They can link them to, to their country. But also, it's not my group, it's their group. So if they have an idea, if they have a project, they can share that too. You see, anything, I, I, the Learning Comma aims are very wide. They are about caring for our people and our planet. Yes. So it's just about anything. The only people I, I don't want 
are scammers, liars, and thieves. Yeah. Well, who, who wants them in the world at all, anyway? Um, well, we can't kill them, but well, I can no, try keep them off my face. them that it's not worthwhile uh, venture uh, going forward. Yeah, that's lovely. And there, there are a lot of clips on there. Some of them, it's also very positive and it's lovely. And then you look at other ones. I looked at Austria and there's somebody there reading books to children. And it's just like, yeah, there was so much to look at. It was kind of, what, where do I start? So it's been great to have that whistle stop tour about things uh, that people can look at. Oh, so, good. can I just say one more thing of what of I want? <laughs> my, my future plans. Yep. 80 is a bit of a facer, you know. 80 makes you realise that you're not going to live forever. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not packing up. I'm not going anywhere. I am going to keep, I give up on my deathbed. But it makes you realise you don't have 50, 60, 70 years ahead of you, you know. So what I want is I want to turn Learn with Roma into an international foundation. Okay. It may sound ridiculous, um, but somebody starts these things. A vicar in Oxfam, uh, in Oxford started Oxfam. A, 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 a man in Switzerland, I forgot his name for the minute, he started the Red Cross. Yes. Someone has an idea. And my idea is so simple. And actually, I like simple because simple usually works better than complicated. It does for me anyway. Um, but the idea is that we can use this technology. We can use it to bring the generations together, to reunite us. So that you said earlier about the, not mistrust exactly, but the disconnect between the generations. And partly that's because we don't understand it. And a lot of us don't want to understand it. Mm. But a lot of us are using it now. And can benefit from using it. And can benefit from, and save money. I'll give you a little illustration. A boy, um, a, a, a young man got in touch with me and said his son said, Dad, I got a puncture. And he said, oh, I'll fix it at the weekend. And he said, it's okay, Gramps is going to do it. And he's going to show me how to do it. The same day, his gramps went along to his son and said, I've decided to tax my car online. Will you just run me through it? So the first time, you see, that is intergenerational learning. Yeah. It isn't always about clever stuff. It's about simple life skills. And, it, and it's not always, you know, because obviously you come with a wealth of knowledge and experience. Um, that you can you can share and people can learn from but there's equally that the the youth can teach you stuff so it's a two-way journey it's not always that granny knows best no it, it, <laughs> it, well no because you, you you on many occasions are throwing yourself on to your, your son and ask him how, how how do i show me uh and i know we're going to have a chat about how we get a a, a nice mailing out soon so Yes, it's, I think, yeah, that's quite key, isn't it? Intergenerational learning is not a one-way event. It, a young man wrote the other day on Facebook, he said, I've got three degrees um, and it doesn't fit me for life. He said, my grand taught me how to lay a fire properly and how to grow vegetables. 
those life skills yeah. are things that we mustn't lose. Those are what our generations and generations have, have survived on. Yeah. This is all yeah. new stuff and it's brilliant and I love it, but you still have to grow your veg. You still have to lay the fire. You have to learn how to do those simple, ordinary things, which if you are a college graduate and you've grown away, I actually had a college professor to stay a few years ago. And I said, I'll get the, the, the dinner cracking while you lay the fire. And I came out and she put the paper, the wood, and then the coal. No, sorry. She put the coal, the wood, oh. and then the paper. Okay. Kind of thinking it would make its way down. <laughs> it don't work like that. No. Well, that's, yeah, basic mechanics of fire. But, yeah, it, it is. We, we aren't. Also, we're not teaching this kind of stuff in school. We, we don't, don't. We don't teach to when I was how to balance your checkbook, or you know, or um, how to how to apply for a mortgage. You don't. We don't teach them how to own a house. I mean, uh, if you think about it, it's quite a quite a thing. If people go and actually afford to buy a house nowadays, what don't think about? It, they've got to maintain it. What paint the windows? <laughs> okay, most people have got plastic windows now, but but you know what I mean. I don't own this house. I don't want to own a house again. I don't well, have responsibility. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. And, and to be honest... And anyway, I couldn't afford it now. Yeah. The way okay. the prices have gone. But that's another subject. It the, is. The, the, the most important thing I think about Learn With Bonmar is that, as we've just been talking about, life skills, learning across the generations, showing your granny how to connect via YouTube, how to connect, how to find those things, how to find recipes, how to find the things. Um, we, we had a, a, an event in the village hall a few years back and I wanted it to be Welsh and English singing. And I don't know the Welsh songs because I'm a migrant, you know. I, I, I migrated from England to, to Wales. Um, and I asked the local ladies and they said, well, we can't remember. So I said, give me the titles. And I got the titles and then I found the songs. In Welsh. Yeah. Can so you, you find this on the internet? <laughs> oh, she's now trying Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Val, it's been an absolute joy talking to you. I'm going to, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I won't uh, submit you to fact or fake this time. We've, we've filled our time with um with conversation which i think is absolutely brilliant um so uh, it's been an absolute joy speaking to you uh, i hope we get to speak again uh, i hope we get to help you in some way or another and uh, help help the learn with grandma um, organization as it grows and grows and goes absolutely worldwide what we want is 200 was it 220 countries in the world oh my giddy on i can't cope can you imagine can you imagine? I can imagine, but I dare say I'll be long gone. But I want Learn With Grandma to not be forgotten. I, I can be forgotten. I've forgotten the name of the chap who started the Red Cross. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we go on and on teaching across the generations. Because what people nowadays don't realise is that this technology will be old hat in a few years' time. Yes. Yeah. It, it is each generation learns new tricks 
My gran, when my dad put electricity in her cottage, she wouldn't have it upstairs because it was dangerous. She went to bed with a candle. My <laughs> mum never learned to drive a car. You see, take my car away from me and I can't live here. Um, there's no, no public transport whatsoever. So you see, each generation learns new tricks. What we have to do is make sure the old tricks that are so vital to our survival don't get forgotten. Yeah, yeah, lovely. And, and that we enable the older generation as well on the way up and on the way down. <laughs> I, I kind of get the learn with grandma, not learn from grandma, which I think is probably um, the biggest lesson I've learned um, in our chat. But uh, I've loved hearing the stories. Thank you very much. Uh, Val Woods Gager, MBE. We really hope that you found this insight into another better business, both informative and entertaining. So make sure you don't miss any of our other chats with other better businesses by subscribing to our podcast, available on all good providers, or on the Green Elephant YouTube channel. And please don't forget to spread the word with others. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions on the show, please do get in touch. You can email us, studio at greenelephant.show, or visit our website, greenelephant.show, or find us across social at Green Join us next time. And we hope you have a sustainable week.